Hello everyone, you're listening to Talks with Talia with your host Natalia. This is a podcast where each episode will be as if you and I are engaging in a conversation about wellness, philosophy, life updates, and everything in between. So grab a drink of choice and get comfortable. Hello loves, welcome back to another episode of Talks with Talia. It's your host Natalia. I hope you guys are having a wonderful Friday. It is starting to become sunny later. The sun is setting later. We've gone into the spring equinox, which was a couple weeks back. Actually, fun fact, for America, it was like two weeks ago. And then when I was in Paris, it was last week. So I actually lost another hour of sleep in Paris. So I kind of went through two spring equinoxes. And if that doesn't tell you that time is an illusion, I don't know what does. But anyway, reeling it back to today's episode, uh, I took two weeks off. (laughs) Well, for good reason. I was doing some traveling in Europe. I was in Paris and I really wanted to just kind of live in the moment, not really be focusing on personal work and or professional work and just kind of focusing more on personal goals and just enjoying my time there. So before we jump into debriefing that trip, I want to share what I'm drinking as we sit and talk today. So I have been on a cappuccino wave since I got back from Europe. And for those of you who don't know, I'm lactose intolerant and I ate lactate pills like they were four times a day. So like they were my vitamins, right? Just so I could eat cheese and drink milk in Paris. Um, I'm back in America. I don't want to take lactose pills every day. They're disgusting. And um, I'm okay with my milk alternatives here. But I actually use goat milk in my cappuccinos and any goat milk product. So goat cheese, goat milk does not have lactose in it. Goats do not make lactose. So if you are a lactose intolerant girly but don't mind drinking dairy or eating cheese, goat cheese and goat milk will become your new best friend. So as I sip on my coffee, let me share the highlights of this week. One, ever since I've gotten back from Europe, I've had so much energy. I don't know why, When I was in Europe, I was probably waking up around like nine and going to bed around like two. And now I wake up at six and go to bed around like 11. But I've been having a consistent wake up routine. I've been waking up, like I said, six o'clock, 6.15 every day. I get a morning workout in. I've been doing yoga, which has been so nice before I go to work. And then even on my days off, the latest I've slept is like 7.30 And I've just been really proud of myself. So it's been a huge highlight for me. The next highlight is reflecting on my life. So as I reflect on my life, I can see the goals that I've set out finally come into fruition. And I'm going to be honest, it wasn't me who pointed them out at first. It was my friends and my therapist. Um, I'm someone who's a very type A person. I get a lot of anxiety when things are not the way I envision them. And I'm very hard on myself and very nitpicky of myself. 
as well as once I reach a goal, I don't really reflect on it. I kind of just move on to the next thing. And I've been wanting to work on that. So for the past almost year and a half now, I've been working on being more flexible and learning to pivot when things don't go my way. And in this space, I've learned to embrace the change and learn that and learn. I cannot talk today, guys. I'm so sorry. And learn that every season of life has its purpose. And it's okay to plan for the future, but I don't have to know every single detail mapped out of how my life will look. And really, this perspective has allowed me to see life as more fun and opportunistic than feeling trapped and like I'm out of control. And the funny thing about this is I actually feel more in control, but I'm by not trying to control every situation and not having so much control over things that I can't control. Uh, Take a shot for every time I've said control in that last sentence if you're feeling frisky. Now, I said I was traveling to Paris and I had just gone back um, three, four days ago. And I told my friends I was going to go. I got a lot of questions on why I was going. You know, Paris was not new to me. I did study abroad there when I was in school. So some family members in particular were asking me, why don't I, I go somewhere else? And I'm being honest. When I thought about what I wanted as my first big girl vacation, the post-college, you know, working girl vacation, I really just wanted to be in Paris. I wanted to revisit the city simply because I just wanted to go back and be in the Parisian vibe. Uh, Paris is a big city in Europe, uh, very similar to New York, so there's a lot to do. There's a really good metro system. I did do some touristy things, like get my picture by the Eiffel Tower and go see the Arc de Triomphe. But my favorite parts of the trip were just basically living like a Parisian. And what I mean by that is I felt most content just wandering the streets of Paris, sitting down at a coffee shop, smoking a cigarette, and people just letting me be. And before I get backlash for smoking cigarettes, no, I am not a regular smoker, and I do not smoke here in the States. However, I did a few cigarettes here and there while I was people watching in a cafe, because why not? I'm in Paris. It's part of the culture. Guys, their garbage cans have ashtrays built into them. Literally, the city of Paris, all of France probably actually, will not survive without their cigarettes and their coffee. But I also just loved being inspired by all the people and the architecture and the fashion. I think Parisians dress like very simply in terms of they're known for like their stripes and their clean lines but then if you look at streetwear like some of the people I was watching they had like these really big chunky puffer coats that like went all the way to the floor and had like thick prints on them these chunky thick printed shoes you know wearing a little hat they love their tights and skirts as well that is something I am not adopting but I might adopt the tights and shorts because those looked really good too. A good pair of denim shorts with thin black tights, like the see-through nylon black tights. And some combat boots or some like leather boots looked so cool. So yeah, just loved watching people and what they were wearing and what they were doing. And I realized in all of this that 
there's a saying in Italian culture called dolce fa niente, which literally translates to the sweetness of nothing. And this kind of assimilates to a life of leisure and enjoying the beauty of doing nothing in life. So that might be sitting at a cafe with a cup of coffee, smoking a cigarette, people watching, talking with your friends, gathering around a table and just eating for four hours, not four hours straight, you kind of like eat and relax. And in America, we see kind of like things as very like A, B, C, like you got to get to the destination, you got to stop here for coffee, okay, now that we've had our coffee, we got to, like, go for lunch, okay, we've had lunch for, like, an hour, now it's time to, like, get up, go back to work, like, do things like that, and the culture in Europe is very just enjoy where you are, relax, I can sit for dinner for four hours, eat a little bit, talk a little bit, then when dinner is done, no one, and also, no one is bothering you to leave, Coming from New York City, um, they will literally tell you that you have max 90 minutes to sit down. And as soon as you're done with your food, they will bring you the check. When I was in Paris, we have to always ask for the check. You always ask for the check upon leaving. But you can be done with your food for an hour and just sit there for an hour after you've had your food. And no one is bothering you to get the check and leave. Now, like I said, Paris is a big city, so there are a lot of people, but their culture is just way more refined in that way, where they just want you to enjoy your time. And I think this idea of slow living is something that allows, it allowed me to just think about life, reflect, and dream. Another thing is whenever I went into a coffee shop or a brasserie, so a brasserie in Paris literally translates to brewery, but it's kind of like a restaurant that serves, they kind of serve like the same traditional dishes, so like the escargot, the steak frites, cocktails, coffee, Um, it's a really cool concept, and then some of them do turn into like bars at night or clubs at night as well. I really think we should have some brasseries in America because the concept is just really nice. But no one was on their laptops. No one had their laptops with them doing work in the cafe like we do here in America. And, like, I fall victim to it all the time. I bring my laptop, I go to a coffee shop, and I get a lot of work done. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But I just love the idea of being able to go to a coffee shop and not have anyone be on their electronics including their phones, like, people are just more present in the moment and enjoying the company with their people, and I want to start incorporating more of that dolce fa niente lifestyle into my everyday life, so some examples of this is I've decided I have a list of coffee shops that I'm going to go try, and there will be days where I do not bring my laptop and I go to the coffee shop with no with no other intention than simply buying a coffee, maybe getting a pastry, grabbing my book, and just reading and enjoying the two, three hours in the morning that I spend there on a Saturday or on a weekday day off, even if I have, you know, like a Thursday to kill. I'm going to go spend my Thursday morning 
at the coffee shop. The next thing that I'm going to do is walk. Now, I did a lot of walking in Paris. I did about, oh, I would say around 25 to 30,000 steps a day, which is crazy. Um, it was really fun. I don't think I'll be doing that many here in the States. And I do really walk a lot in the States as well, like in Boston, where I live right now, I walk a lot. But I want to start walking to places I haven't been. Now, that is harder in Boston. Boston is a lot smaller than Paris and is a lot more, um, I would say, boring, more or less. But um, if you live in New York or if you live in a more poppin' city, definitely just start walking around your city and just find cool things. But it's summer, so I'm going to start walking and I'm going to start sitting just like on the piers Again, no electronics, maybe some music, but other than that, no electronics. And I'm just going to listen to the seagulls and the people and just really just kind of get into a more like just calm, meditative state out in nature in the city. And now the third thing, one of my goals was to redo my wardrobe and refine my style now, Paris definitely helped with that. I had mentioned that I loved people watching to see what people were wearing. But also, there were just so many nice boutiques in Paris that I would go to. And since I was on vacation, I was in the mood to splurge. So I would, like, I bought this pair of pants that I normally wouldn't purchase, like, for the price point. And I did also go thrifting to see what the thrifting scene was like in Paris. And I'm so excited to style the pieces that I bought. I'm also planning to slowly buy more clothes here um, in the States now that I kind of know what I'm looking for. There were some things on my bucket list for my wardrobe redo that I did not find in Paris. Um, it's not that I didn't think they had them in Paris. I think, like I said, I was only there for like, you know, a week and I didn't want to spend my whole entire trip shopping. So there are things that I probably would have had to spend, you know, a couple more days looking, maybe gone to like a couple different arrondissements to find. And so I decided that instead I would continue to look here in America and online. But I have an idea about the fit, the quality and the price points I'm looking for. So that really helps streamline my options and kind of tailor exactly what I want to get. But I might even do a haul on my story with things that I've bought if I get enough clothing that I feel it necessary to do so. So definitely follow me on the Instagram underscore talks with Talia underscore if you want to see that and also just any general Parisian content. I have so much content that I have to go through. A lot of it is still on my boyfriend's phone so I still have to go through that as well and basically Instagram is just going to think I'm in Paris for however long it takes me to post all of it. So I will be sprinkling Parisian content in with my regular everyday content. But yeah, so that would be like one of the last things I'm incorporating. Also, I've decided that I'm going to put more effort into getting ready. So I already have like a pretty good hair care routine and I don't really like to use heat or style my hair that much. Like, I really do love embracing my natural hair. Um, just using, like, you know, good shampoo and conditioner and the occasional hair mask. But I'm going to start 
putting more effort, you know, putting on perfume every day, wearing more, like, makeup. I shouldn't say more makeup, but wearing makeup more. So there's a lot of times I wake up for work and I just don't put mascara and eyeliner on. And I think it does make a difference with how I feel. I feel elevated when I'm wearing, you know, jewelry, like rings and earrings and when I have the eyeliner and the mascara on. So I'm going to start doing that every day. I've already started this week and I feel great about it. Uh, So yeah, putting more effort into getting ready, making it more of an experience. Also making like my coffee more of an experience, you know, just the simple pleasures in life. And I think you guys should all do the same. I want you guys to make a list. You can write it down in your journal or you can, you know, just make a mental list. But pick like three things that you want to start romanticizing or embracing slow living with and do them. Because I honestly think that, you know, there's trade-offs living in America and living in Europe. But I honestly think that Europeans have a really good life work balance in the sense that they really embrace life to the fullest and being in a capitalistic country it's great in the sense that you know we do make really good salaries compared to other countries you know we have luxuries like air conditioning and iced coffee but I feel like we lack a sense of overall community and it just I don't know, I feel like America is very individualistic compared to Europe, and I have cousins in Europe who agree with me wholeheartedly every time they come to America. They also wonder why people are always rushing them out of restaurants and why they can't just sit for four hours and do nothing, and um, I don't know. I think we need to embrace more of that as a culture here. I think that there just needs to be a balance, you know, you can't just not do anything, so I'm Italian, so I can definitely slander my own country, but Italians are so lazy, and we don't work that much, and we have a very dolce fagnante culture, which leads to a very declining economy, but I think there needs to be a balance of a little bit of dolce fagnante, and then a little bit of girl bossing, so I plan to try to find the balance in that, and I recommend that you all do the same. I think it will just make living more enjoyable. I don't know if any of else have been experiencing this, but ever since I've gotten my full-time big girl job, I really got lost in my purpose, in life in general. I kind of was just trying to figure out how to work out, eat healthy, work a 10-hour shift, go to bed on time, and do all of this and I was doing great I was you know hitting all those goals but I still felt so restless and so empty and it didn't take it it took me having to get out of my environment and pluck myself out of America and put myself in Europe to realize that doing the checklist is great and it's important But you can't just do the checklist to do the checklist. You have to have a reason and a purpose of why you're waking up at six to go work out and then to go to work and then come home from work and then make dinner. Like, and so going to Europe, let me really reflect on my purpose 
and my purpose is to just live honestly that's where I am in my life right now is just trying to figure out how to be my best self and live my best life but in order to do that I need to take time off from the rat race in terms of that whole schedule need to do the schedule but I need to take time off and reflect so I've also been doing this thing where before I go to bed I reflect on my day and I reflect on my week and I did a lot of that in Europe just a lot of reflecting and that's why I said I've been able to reflect and realize that I've achieved a lot of personal growth goals that I didn't even know uh, that I was achieving that I mentioned in the beginning of this episode so yes I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I know it was very rambly But I hope that you take away that you need to embrace the small things in life, embrace the slow living, and all of you find that dolce fianante. I will talk to you all in the next episode. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Bye, guys.